I spent the last three years learning from some of the best business minds inside the game of basketball. And now I've left my nine to five to create freedom and have fun while doing it. So the question is, how are hoopers and basketball fanatics like us using those same skills that gave us success on the court to give us success in our new sport of business? This podcast will give you the answer. Join me as I learn, apply, share knowledge, and change lives through the game that changed mine. My name is Myson Jones, and welcome to the Basketball to Business Podcast. In the name of brevity, I'm going to discuss the basketball trainer's dilemma, business dilemma to be exact. And that dilemma is something that I thought about after listening to one of my favorite podcasts, Tropical MBA. It's a podcast titled The Services Problem. And I thought about basketball trainers. I thought about us and want to dive into that really deeply, really briefly and the thesis is simple the thesis is sooner or later the the basketball trainer who views himself as the ultimate entrepreneur is growing a service-based business which in and of itself is very tough because it's heavily dependent upon the owner so if you are not there if we are not there then stuff can hit the fan. It can get pretty nasty. And some believe that they have a system that runs without them, and I pray to God that they do because they may be set. But for the most part, for most of us, that's not always the case. And after diving into this training industry and interviewing a broad scope of trainers, I've seen a few different guys in gals in this space and the first guy is the the trainer who uh let's call him services services scott services scott is the guy who's the ultimate entrepreneur and he grows a service-based business and he thinks the more profit margin that he has or she has then it's going to wash away all the services problem. It's going to wash away the groups that get too big, the the clients who want private sessions, but you don't have gym time, you don't have more of you. They think that they can replace themselves and still offer the great services, and they can find the people who will step right in and make things better as the basketball trainer scales, which the scaling idea from a basketball trainer is really interesting somebody i'm looking forward to interviewing is is adam um egan out of utah who believes that basketball trainers at least in his perspective from his own practices basketball trainers shouldn't scale that shouldn't be their main goal and i can see where he comes from in that standpoint but i also know other trainers who've scaled pretty big 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 businesses so that's the first person the services scott services scott is the, the trainer who thinks profit monitors are going to wash everything away and they continue to get more athletes in their group sessions in their private sessions or semi-private sessions and sooner or later there comes a, a point where there's a halt and it, things get tougher clients get mad the classes get too large you don't have enough time to to 
service everybody you want to at least at the service or the quality that you want to service them you'll need more people to hire which may replace the services problem but it's not going to get rid of it if anything gets rid of it i'm not sure but that's the first guy the next guy is productized pat and this guy emphasizes and these are there are very few trainers who actually do this but there are those guys that you'll see them on instagram you'll see them on snapchat on these social media platforms and they emphasize marketing more so than the the selling part locally they'll emphasize their social media game versus what they're doing on a, on a, a local basis which the social media game the aerial as coach godwin karan godwin explains if you have not listened to his episode definitely go check that one out coach godwin explains that the the aerial attack the online helps the 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 ground attack the local so these guys focus on marketing over sales they are your uh they're, they are your trainers who have 10,000, 20,000, 30,000 followers that have not been bought, bought, that get a lot of engagement that you see on your timeline a lot. And those guys sometimes say no to some people. They, they only offer their services that, that work well for them, that offer some social proof, that offer some, some likes, some comments, some credibility from training certain clients some of them charge everybody some of them do not charge everyone and they just use the social currency to boost their their business and these guys they want to well they they're trying to streamline their their clientele which makes sense and it could knock you back but if it does knock you back then later on it helps you scale forward a little bit faster so some of these guys have their monthly recurring uh, memberships online. Some of them have them offline too, which again might diminish things briefly. But at the end of the day, down the road, it's going to do well for them, and it, and it makes it 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 helps them in the long run. It returns their sacrifices in the long run, whatever they're sacrificing in the in the short term. And it takes some skill to actually make yourself into a productized pack. These are the guys who have their online training. They have their uh, products, their info products for basketball training. They have CDs. They have DVDs. They have any of those products, eBooks. Those are the guys, again, who focus on marketing over sales. And then, then you have like the, 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 the big time guys, the guys who are, uh, uh, call them product Pete. <laughs> These are some weird, weird basketball, basketball trainer names. I don't know any basketball trainer names named Scott or, or Pete, but these guys are the the ones that have actual physical products they're the guys who who still maybe train on a daily basis or a weekly basis but they also have products that can be shipped out that are tangible uh or apps that can be used by other trainers by other basketball players and 
I think these guys understand or they understood the services problem the best because let's be real with with basketball training there are a lot of long days long hours in the gym which some love some don't love I'm not a huge fan of it I'm I'm realizing the productized Pete understands that the services problem is real and usually these guys have gone through the the process it's it's usually linear you go from the services to the productized portion productized uh pat then you get to the product pete and you you go through it step by step so these guys saw the services problem coming and they still may have the services problem depending on how serious they are about training or how large their clientele is on a local level but they saw the opportunity they created a product whether that be a basketball training aid an app a software and it made sense for them to leave some money on the table with the possibility of having more clients locally they left some money on the table but they make it up with the the sales on their products and who come to mind the guys who come to mind here are the the Devons, the the Michael Lancasters, the Coach Godwins, those guys, uh, the the Sean Hardimans who are starting to make products too. Those guys have products they're making that are going to expand the brand, but also expand their their revenue too, outside of just just training. So it's not for everybody and that's why in the the last episode i talked about basketball trainer goals i think a lot of basketball trainers us we make goals based on you know sometimes profit sometimes building the biggest business how many clients do we have versus building something that's going to help accomplish our dreams which is at least for me the goal in the first place something that i have to revisit and audit for myself to make sure things are are going down the right path so uh look the moral of this is keep training locally but do it in order to build some sort of online attack so you don't have to always trade the time for for the money which is just a a consequence of you serving athletes and parents being appreciative of what you have to offer in, in your expertise and your your knowledge so Think about those three phases. Think about the services problem in the basketball training industry from offering just services, training clients locally to becoming a productized person who has some kind of focus on marketing over sales and and has some recurring aspect, some continuity to their business to a product peak, the ultimate level where you have an actual product where it it can be sold uh, locally, it can be sold nationally can be sold internationally those are the three phases so think about those phases think about where you are what you have the willingness and the ability to do and i would love to continue this conversation in our facebook group to just see how we can help each other it's all about helping the athlete at the end of the day and if we help each other i think we in in consequence can help the athlete we are training athletes who was training us so check out the link in the description for that basketball trainer group the mastermind free group 
and say what's up, introduce yourself, and we will carry this conversation on there. Thanks for listening, and check us out on the next episode. Yo, hope that podcast gave you some value. If it did, please rate, review, and subscribe to this. It only makes the podcast better. I read every single one. And at the very least, go join our group. You'll see the link in the description of this episode, and I will catch you on the next one.